0: I wasted the first three years of my graduate school career networking the old fashioned way. I would go to internal seminars and the same people would be there over and over again arriving just in time uh, for the seminar and then leaving right after it was over. Once or twice a year, I'd go to a conference and stand in front of some last minute poster I made like a used car salesman begging people to care. I would collect business cards and university cards on my poster and think, I'm networking, I'm networking. It's happening. I've been discovered. Only to get home after the conference and never have anyone who took my card or gave me their card, for that matter, reach out to me. Then, like all PhDs, by the time I reached my last year of graduate school, I complained about not having any industry connections or career options outside of doing a postdoc. What I didn't realize at the time was I had never done any networking in graduate school at all. Sure, I connected with people at so-called networking events and conferences, but connecting is when you meet somebody. That's what I was doing. Networking, on the other hand, is what happens when you follow up with someone and build a professional relationship. As such, most PhDs never network. They meet someone at a conference, seminar, poster section, or similar, or they press the blue button on LinkedIn, and that's it. Understand, when you're a job candidate searching for a job, it's your responsibility. To go from connecting to networking. There is no substitute for networking, and your career will never reach its full potential if you don't have a network. It's been proven time and time again, even in academia, that networking is the key to funding and success. Nature, Science, Cell, other top journals, and the like have reported over and over again that it's not the best research that gets the most funding. It's the most well-connected researcher, period. We live in a relationship-driven world And love it or hate it, your relationships and your access to decision makers will dictate your industry success. And there's plenty of data to back this up. If you want a PhD job in industry, you must network by building professional relationships that go beyond just connecting. You must also learn how to end your networking efforts with requests for a job referral. A job referral is the result of building a strong professional relationship and can be achieved consistently by following a proven networking process. In terms of sequence, you will want to connect with an industry professional, network to build the professional relationship, and then ask for and receive a job referral for an upcoming or open position at a company. Connect, network, get referred. A referral most commonly comes in the form of an industry employee working at a company of interest, passing your resume onto the hiring manager for an open position, or maybe giving you permission to use their name or referral code when uploading your application online. It could also come in the form of receiving an email introduction to a hiring manager or other decision maker at the company. It could come in the form of being introduced to another employee at the company who can tell you more about upcoming positions and the company as a whole. It could also come in the form of getting permission to mention the employee's name on a cover letter itself, or simply being told insider info about jobs that are about to open up but are not posted online yet. It is easier than you might imagine to be referred for a position if you have networked confidently and appropriately because industry employees are often incentivized to refer you, with the average employee referral bonus being between $1,500 to $2,500. Getting referrals doesn't just happen though, neither does networking. You have to get organized, create a strategy and work for it, and you have to start now.